You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. And once again, I want to just encourage you to leave us a rating, leave us a comment, uh, share this podcast if it's a blessing to you. It really does help. And thanks for listening as well. We really appreciate your support. Uh, One of the things that I love about uh, a podcast model is the opportunity to dig in a little bit deeper and to explain uh, some of the things that uh, we preach in the church and and things that maybe we don't have as much time to explore um, in our public gatherings. But uh, on a podcast, it allows us to open it up a little bit and to look at it in a little bit of a deeper sense. And so... Uh, I want to do that uh, once again uh, right now in regards to something that I uh, spoke a little bit on in our uh, message this past Sunday in Be Like Jesus, where uh, we put up a graphic and we talked about uh, this model of an integrated church. Uh, and, and we looked at this graphic, which we're going to include with this podcast. So you can look at it. It has uh, different elements that uh, we want to uh, to bring in and we want to uh, focus on and have sort of as the center for what defines us as a church, um, what leads us, uh, sort of what guides us. And so I want to spend a little bit of time here just maybe explaining that a little bit more in depth than we were able to on Sunday. And uh, and it's one of those things too that maybe it will elicit questions um, in you and for those of you that are part of, of our uh, body. Um, certainly it's something that we can, we can talk about more. But, um, you know, when you look at this integrated church model and, and the reason I guess we should start of why we're calling it an integrated church model is that we want to be, and, and we feel that it's healthy to be pulling from different aspects and different corners of the church, and I'm talking about the wider church, um, looking at best practices, if you will, of, of pulling from uh, those different places, uh, things that we feel are really valuable for us as a church body and, and for our discipleship to Jesus and following the way of Jesus and, um, and certainly this around the whole thing of formation uh, to the way of Jesus. And so that's where we get these titles when it comes to biblical theology and spiritual formation and Sunday gatherings and the Holy Spirit and mission and LCF community. And um, so I want to I talk a, just briefly about each one of those things again, uh, maybe just clarifying sort of what we mean by that and, and why we have those as a focus on this graphic. And then also just explain that um, there's some real specific intention when it comes to the circle in the graphic, the fact that it is not closed, uh, the fact that it's it's dotted and so it's open. There's there's a that's meant to relate an openness, and at the center is the logo, which uh, is is there for identifying uh, our body uh, as a fellowship, and and even our logo has some real intention um, in it, and we've been very specific about what that is meant to communicate about what we want to be uh, centered on Jesus centered around the cross and and on the cross and it also has uh, the 
a flame or uh, some people see it as water, but whether it's the life-giving water of Christ or it's the presence of the Holy Spirit amongst us um, and it's and it's all connected, uh, that is very deliberate um, uh, from, from that perspective. And so because we're communicating uh, what is valuable to us and what is important to us and what we want to pursue. And so we have the circle and then we have around that circle, the open circle, we have this whole um, topic and, and uh, importance of emotional health. And, and we'll talk about why that is. And, and then you have all these lines that are coming from these various focuses that are all converging in the middle. They're all connecting because they're all interconnected. Um, now, I, I mentioned this on Sunday and it, it does bear sort of, again, repeating, but the fact that this this circle is perfectly balanced and and circular you know and and uh, i mean the graphic design of this is perfect and it looks great uh but that's not reality in the church either right church is messy church is never perfect and so while we are communicating that this is our desire and this is the pursuit and this is what we seek we also recognize and admit that uh, we are going to be unbalanced, and yet we want to be pursuing balance in these things when it comes to life in the church. And also, as I mentioned on Sunday, recognizing that uh, we are different parts in the body and we are going to have uh, different feelings towards some of these things uh, in ourselves and so and we're and we're going to have more focus on certain things in our lives and in and and the way that we're wired now. I will say this, that, that, that while that's true, uh, being part of the body also calls us individually to be pursuing balance in our lives. And so that's where the body is, is healthy and we're different. We're not all called to be knees. We're not all called to be hands, but we are called to function and to, uh, to work and to live uh, in pursuit of unity, not uniformity, but unity and in growing in these various aspects. And again, as Paul says in Ephesians, when each part is working properly so that the body builds itself up in love. And so that's certainly, there's there's elements of Ephesians 4 and Ephesians as a whole that are certainly influencing this graphic uh, of integrated church. And so I just, I just want to touch a little bit on on each one of these focuses in the graphic and why we consider them to be so important uh, when it comes to pursuing Christ as a church. So uh, biblical theology, which we, this underneath there, it says mind and heart, engaging our minds, engaging our hearts. As Dallas Willard says, he says, what is in our heart matters more than anything else for who we become and what becomes of us. And we believe that to be true. And so it's not just about what's going on in our minds. It's also what's going on in our hearts and engaging those two and bringing those two together. And so intellectually what's happening in us is making its way down the 18 inch journey into our heart and vice versa that, you know, the things in our hearts is what drives us. And so we want those, though, recognizing that those things are going to direct our thoughts and intentions. And so what is going in our hearts and paying attention to our hearts 
is really important. And so that's where the the whole thing, the pursuit of biblical theology, of of truth, of being having God's word uh, in us, ingesting it, and being led by it, and having uh, thoughtful, deep conversations, and and thinking about biblical theology as it relates to how we live for Christ is something that we value. It's why we value the teaching component in the church and learning and putting in uh, the the life of God as revealed in Scripture, putting that into us and thinking deeply about uh, about biblical themes and uh, biblical theology. And so, and then, and then that also that goes to spiritual formation, which is uh, beside biblical theology, because just having theology and knowing theology and having lots of knowledge does not do us any good if we are not going to put it into practice uh, in disciplines and pursuing sanctification and partnering with God in allowing him to work inside of us and in us so that we are being formed because all of us are formed, but it's the question of what are we being formed into or what have we been formed into and how does Christ want to transform us? How does God want to conform us to be more like his son? And so that's where the pursuit of spiritual formation and practices in the church are of such value to us. And so on. Um, then we have Sunday gatherings on this graphic, which we would say is part of that formation, that being uh, together and what happens together. Um, and it happens to be that we meet on Sundays. That's the day that we come and we gather. That those meetings and the practices that that we do there, corporate worship, sitting under the word together. And I I can tell you from having preached to a camera for a number of weeks during COVID and then being able to preach first to only a small group of people and then larger groups now, there's a profound difference in preaching to a camera and being in a room with people and preaching and, and, and considering the word of God together. There's something profoundly important about that. And obviously alongside worship and worshiping together and singing together and proclaiming the goodness of God together and proclaiming biblical truth together and and proclaiming it over us. That's all worship. And there's something that is intrinsically valuable about that in our lives, informing us as God's people. And that's where, you know, we love the opportunity and, and the the ability to do online, but as much as possible as right now, as we're allowed, we want to meet. And certainly, uh, when we look forward into the future, we don't see online church as being a replacement for gathering together. And there's so many different aspects of that, even how our children are formed uh, by just the practice and and the repetition of coming to church and realizing that this is part of who we are as God's people. And so there's there's incredible value in that. And I could say more. Uh, we could certainly dig into that more. And then there's then there's uh, the whole aspect of of the integrated church model of having. Uh, having a focus and an intentional focus on the Holy Spirit, the pursuit of the Holy Spirit, hunger for the Holy Spirit, being led by the Spirit. So, and again, it's the 
uh, equal parts of pursuing the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and his presence amongst us, and be wanting to be incredibly super intentional about that, that this is part of who we are as the church. And so, you know, I've, I've said, I, I joked on Sunday, and, and this goes to all these things, but, uh, you know, we want, we're, we're going to steal unashamedly uh, from all sorts of different parts of the church. And, and I, uh, you know, in saying that, I mean that we're, we are going to, um, we're going to look at various aspects and we, we want to learn from others and we want to take those things and integrate those things. And we'll call it stealing uh, jokingly. But, you know, looking at, uh, obviously our church comes from more of a Pentecostal um, background, but, we, you know, we, we want to look at the various charismatic movements and, we, and, and, the, and the revivals and the works of God and, and the, the moves of God. And we, we want to see and... and and foster those practices in our midst as it relates to the pursuit of the Spirit. And we want more of that, and we want to grow in that and be growing in the gifts of the Spirit and being led by the Spirit. And then we want to also be a church that uh, has mission at its core, that we see ourselves as being on mission. We see ourselves as one to engage in mission. We want to be people who are looking outward. We want to be a church who's looking outward. We want to be a church who's giving. We want to be a church that has generosity at its core, both in our serving uh, outward and also in our giving. And we so we want to be a missional church. And so, you know, that's where you, we, we, you know, looking at the missional movement, uh, movement and, and all the various aspects in various parts of the church where mission and discipleship and going into the nations and and all of that is important that we're fostering that in our midst in an integrated church model. And then we also, uh, we want to have uh, the community of LCF in our integrated church model. And that's separate. It's different and it's and it's intentional that it's it's separated and different than our Sunday gatherings. They feed one another, they support one another, but meaning that we want to as part I mean certainly as part of our Sunday gatherings, but even beyond, we want to place an importance on body life, that we're others focused, that we're reaching out, that we're connecting, that we are um that we're making room for one another, that we are uh, we're reaching out to others when we have need that that we are uh, and we're not um, we don't feel uh, that we have to be reserved in that but we can be open and transparent and so this is where home groups and body life and 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 how home groups support the life of the church uh, and and Sunday gatherings support home groups and vice versa but that there is a we see that the life of the church is, is so important as it pertains to life with others that we don't just see this as compartmentalized as something, an event that we attend once a week or maybe every two weeks, every three weeks, but that we want to be a church that is pursuing community with one another and therefore that we are even stronger to reach others around us as we are growing together. And so again, there's there's a model there from Ephesians 4 and other parts of Ephesians that, that really speak to this and our heart for this. And then um, supporting all of this because it connects to all of this is our emotional health. And again, the idea that we cannot be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And 
the various aspects of that that we need to pursue growth in and health in, uh, which it, which is a lifelong pursuit, but that it's something that we want to keep as a value and, and as a part of the core of who we are because it's so important and has been, in some respects, I think, disregarded in the church for so long. And so that's where emotional health is just so valuable for us. And, and obviously the work of Pete Scazzaro and Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and others um, have certainly impacted our thinking on this uh, and, and, and will continue to. And, and we're, we're going to continue to explore that and how we can integrate more of that into the life of the church and into our relationship with Jesus so that we become, again, it's about becoming whole people and receiving the healing and the freedom that we need in our lives. And so this is where, you know, again, speaking of an integrated model, this is where, you know, we're, we pull from, from all sorts of parts of the church and we pull from, from psychology and we, and we pull from Christian counseling and we pull from, you know, uh, different authors that, that are really gifted and, and are specialized in certain areas, you know, whether it's Richard Foster or Dallas Willard, or like I said, Pete Scazzaro. And then uh, even when it comes to, you know, the charismatic, the move of the spirit that, that we're, we're, there's a, there's a focus on that at times in the missional movement. So there's so much that we could say about this and, and um, hopefully that, that helps in giving a little bit more uh, again, deeper perspective and context for what we mean by this integrated church model, what this graphic means, and how we want it to serve our health and the life of the church and our relationship together as we follow the way of Jesus and as we uh, seek to be disciples of Jesus as a church body. So, blessings to you and um we will certainly uh, see you again. Thanks again for, for listening. And I know that this was a bit of a, a longer post uh, this time, uh, a, longer, a longer podcast, but uh, hope that it was a blessing to you. We will see you again. <laughs>